lights are out. The game is over. And we're ready to break it down. It's time for Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7. The game. Wow. Did not see that one coming. The number is 888-957-9570. Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Chris Towns and Matt Steinmetz, Daryl the Guru Johnson. Warriors lose 103-90. to The Spurs led pretty much throughout the entire game. And this was an effort of an effort that we were looking back when? March and February. We talked about the Golden State Warriors smelling the blood in the water, taking care of this 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 series and sweeping. They did not do that at all. Give credit to, to the San Antonio Spurs as they just weren't going to go out like chumps. But in the end, the turnovers, the effort just wasn't there for the Golden State Warriors. We always have a tendency to look at a game through our team's eyes, the Warriors, and that's it. But I always think of Bill Romanowski's, the other team gets paid too. And the San Antonio Spurs won this ball game. They won it with effort. I thought the only way the Warriors would get beat today is if they not only didn't play well, but if they didn't execute and they didn't really seem to uh, play as hard as the Spurs too. Clearly the Spurs did not want to get swept uh, and th- there was there was uh, there was an effort discrepancy. I thought today. Yeah, I just uh, saw the March Golden State Warriors. That's what they looked like to me today. The March Golden State Warriors. Uh, nobody showed up offensively except KD. And now you got a game come Tuesday. We'll see what happens. We know it will be without Steph Curry. And right now, there's no way this series can go past five games, right? This will be over come Tuesday. Why do you say that? Yeah, you said You were the one that said that this was going to be a sweep. Let's put the rat on the table. You said this game was going to be over by the end of the first quarter. I I was wrong. And this was about Popovich. The Spurs looked like they just were playing for something where the Warriors thought, you know what, we show up and it's over. Didn't happen today. Well, this is a team, and we want to hear from you about the effort of the Warriors and the result, 103-90, to as the series is now 3-1. 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. Want to hear from you here on the home of the Warriors, 95-7 the game. I think if you look at it objectively, the Spurs played harder than the Warriors in games three and four. They just didn't make any shots in game three. They couldn't make any shots. Well, guess what? Tonight they were playing hard. Now they make shots. Now you're able to sustain periods of play uh, with higher emotion for longer periods of time. But when you don't make shots, it's just difficult to get stop after stop after stop. And it can get demoralizing. But you see the ball go through the basket, and all of a sudden now... The Spurs look formidable, don't they? No doubt about it. And we talked about the 35-21 to 21 edge the Warriors had on threes coming into today. Well, this is, this is a pretty incredible note. There's now been 32 playoff games. And every single game has been one but three with the team that has made the most three-pointers. And this game follows along. And what did we talk about? They can't beat the Golden State Warriors because they can't outshoot them from three. Well, they did tonight. 15 three-pointers on 28 attempts. That's 54%. We'll round up. 53.6. So 54%. 
while the Warriors were just 7 for 28, 25%. The San Antonio Spurs outshot the Golden State Warriors from three-point range, and they won this game pretty easy. The show must have been on in the uh, San Antonio Spurs uh, locker room because we said right here on the pregame show that they could not. They were deficient in shooting threes, and you cite 54%. Stani, I'm telling you, if they can duplicate this, which I really don't think they can, the Warriors know what they need to do. But today the Spurs just looked a bit more hungrier. Yeah, and they – they took advantage of a Warrior team that wasn't really efficient offensively. Clay didn't make many shots. Uh, Draymond has to take too many shots when Curry doesn't play, uh, which I think is a problem because he's not a consistent offensive player. And then for as good as Kevin Durant was today, and I thought he was great, the problem is when, when you continue to rely on someone possession after possession after possession, you wind up with a line like 12 for 28. Again, I don't think it was a bad game at all from Durant. 12 for 28 is under 50%, but there were a lot of times where the Warriors were just giving him the ball and saying, go score for us because we don't have a lot of other stuff going on. The Warriors offensively were awful tonight. They didn't move the ball. There was a possession with about three minutes to go where Draymond Green had the ball right on the, right on the sideline about foul line extended, and he held it for about 12 seconds during one possession. They threw no passes, and then he ended up throwing a pass. He got the ball in the corner back, and he took a three and missed it. They just didn't, they, they just didn't play a lot of team basketball today. No, I know what you're talking about. That, it, would just, it just didn't – that series kind of summed up the game or a lot of the series early to where we were talking about, look how well they handled the basketball – the third game, the first game in San Antonio, and then they were just giving the ball away early. And then that was kind of an indicator of, okay, we'll sit back, we'll wait, we know this team can turn it on the third quarter in the second half. But this was just one of the – this was the effort that we heard we weren't going to get in the postseason. This was the effort that, oh, they were bored, it's the regular season, it's all about the playoffs, it's all about June – and they're going to cruise through the regular season. That's the kind of effort you got. We were told we weren't going to get these kind of efforts once the postseason. The old flip the switch. And you flip the switch and effort that I thought maybe we would get game three to where the Popovich news, you know, of his wife passing would uh, mess up Golden State's rhythm. And we see it after they they battle that. And you talk about right now playing against the New Orleans Pelicans, Steiny. The thought crossed my mind today, the team that showed up wearing blue today for the Warriors, they would drop a game against the Pelicans in a playoff series if they if we get a performance like we just saw today. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I mean, the Pelicans are a better team uh, than the Spurs, for sure. You know, it's interesting. We're all sitting here, and I'm included, saying, you know, the Warriors needed to play harder. But one stat that usually is an indicator is offensive rebounds. And the Warriors had 24 offensive rebounds. So usually when you have 24 offensive rebounds, you're the team that's outworking the other team. And I think I think a lot of those offensive rebounds almost came out of desperation in the second half when they knew they just had to try to create second shots because they weren't scoring initially. But, you know, I think you just have to give the Spurs a lot of credit especially Ginobili. Ginobili's been, what, their second or third best player in the in this series, maybe their second best player, and and Aldridge was good tonight. Rudy Gay helped him. So now we come back Tuesday and, and play game five. 
No doubt you got to give respect to the old man. I mean, he's 40 years old, and the way he played down the stretch. and you Don't forget Tony Parker. Yeah, you're wondering if their great players could find that fountain of youth. I just, it's not even about uh, fountain of youth, Townie. It's about uh, athleticism. And the Spurs, you know, they play above their heads today. And you cited the old veterans, but Golden State will come home, close this thing out, and then we get Come on, Stani, help Dude, me out, man. What I the- can't. Your predictions hold no water anymore. I so I don't. Wow. No matter what you say on it's going to happen Tuesday. It wasn't about we, my we prediction really, though. It was about. Well, you the brought state it up like seven times order. before they got swept. Yeah, I you had brought it up seven shirts. times. They were almost uh, printed, but okay, I was off. And it's one game, but we all know. Come Tuesday night, the Warriors they wrapped this thing up. There's no. Come on. I mean, why do you like? Why do you feel the need? To say because emotion was about today's victory for the Spurs. You know what the Warriors are help me out. It was emotion today. It was Pop not being there for the second straight game. Why didn't they have this effort on Game Three? The Warriors answered the answered the call. I don't have that answer, but I tell you, this won't happen again. Come Tuesday at home again. You don't know that. I mean, you just don't know that. Of course, of course, and, and I would and I would bet on that too. I would bet the Warriors closing out the series on Tuesday. But you just, you never know. You always have to allow for a puncher's chance. I'm never going to... God forbid, you know, it's also another, it's an extra game now. God forbid what could happen in a game five that you you thought you weren't going to play. I am not going to be shocked anymore about this team laying an egg in a game. I just wonder if this is good news for Steph Curry and his injury. Why? The math, the calculator was about, you know, the longer this went, it would give him more time. If that report is not bogus and real, what we heard about uh, him not playing anytime soon, it, in the grand scheme of things, would that be the one positive, Stani, that this gives Steph Curry, their best player, more time to get back? It doesn't change the start of the second round at all. The, the Warriors right now, are, if the Warriors lose Tuesday, the second round still is not pushed back. The Warriors are going to start round two Saturday or Sunday unless for sure it goes seven. But there's a chance that even if this goes six, even if they come back, the Spurs win Tuesday, they go back to San Antonio Thursday where the Warriors wrap it up, they still very well may open up round one or round two on Sunday. So this is this has bought no extra time for Steph Curry. And neither will a loss on Tuesday if that's what happens. You know, for me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna panic on this. And it's triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. Want your opinion on the effort by the Golden State Warriors in this one and the loss one oh three to ninety. I'll give them credit. San Antonio, they weren't gonna get swept. They manned up, they got one. I have to believe that these guys will now say, okay, on Tuesday night, enough's enough, let's finish this off. I do have to believe that. Now, once again, I can't be shocked if they lay another egg. They have the ability to not come out because we, Steiny and I talked about this for like a couple months and you start looking at these efforts and 7-10 and in their last 17 games and you're just going, man, but don't worry, everything's going to be fine once the postseason. Once I saw this tonight... 
it, it shows me they still have the ability to get into that cruise control, think they can just lay their jocks out on the floor and take you down. Yeah, but you can understand. And that's even yeah. without Steph Curry. You are right, but you can understand that. They beat this team three games in a row, Townie. Today was supposed to be a dress rehearsal. They thought they could just show up. I get it, Stani. It doesn't excuse their performance today, but they th- you, you, their, their guards were down. You own this team. We talked about it. 10 out of 11. I mean, there was no reason for the Warrior players today to feel like their Seagate game couldn't get it done. And there's not a moment I watched this game today to where I didn't say, here they come. Yeah, you were with me. I said, here they come. They're making their run. Just didn't happen. That's where I hate where some days they don't have the edge. And once again, we we were told that that was going to change once they got into the postseason. Remember, this is not a great San Antonio team. But they don't get a pass. One game now, three games they didn't let the guard down, the Warriors. They don't get one pass for... Oh, yeah, we'll give them a pass because we have to. That's who this team is. That's where they are in their fourth year of trying to make a run at it. This is where they are. And you can say Steph Curry wasn't here, but they don't have Kawhi Leonard. You know, there's just there, there are certain games, and we saw a lot during the regular season, and we're now seeing our first one in the postseason where they, they, they just don't show up. I think not showing up's a little harsh. I really do. I, I think that... Okay, if you're way better than a team and they beat you... Sometimes they can play better. It's like, you know, uh, who's your fit? Nolan Ryan lost games. Great, you know, Cy Young winners go 21-6. and six. It can happen. I'll give San Antonio credit, but I'll also say more of this was Golden State beating themselves than San Antonio beating them. But here's what I want to say about the Warriors and why... I don't know necessarily that I'm going to agree with you completely on this. When the Warriors don't have Steph Curry, they lose essentially their leading score. So now Durant becomes their leading score. Well, that's fine. He's a great score. Problem is, it's not an accident that Kevin Durant goes 12 for 28 instead of 11 for 21, which he'll usually go if Curry's there. So now all of a sudden your leading score is Durant. He doesn't shoot 50% from the floor. Now, your second leading scorer, Clay Thompson, goes four for 16. Well, now you've got a problem if you're the Warriors and you're playing without Steph Curry. Because who else is there? Draymond's not a scorer. He can score, but he's not a scorer. He can score when you're not really expecting him to score, and when he scores, it's a bonus, but you can't go into a game saying, Draymond will get us 18. So you can see how the Warriors can lose a lot of firepower with just Curry out because I just think everybody else becomes less effective offensively. I was in awe of watching Kevin Durant today, but I do know this, and it's been a constant without Steph Curry. They just tend to stand around. It's natural. They stand around and watch the great Kevin Durant perform like we were watching him on the screen. 28 shots, Donnie. Maybe... That's why I said, does he channel his inner LeBron and take it upon himself to get others involved? Or, damn it, do you want to go down firing from shots coming from your best player? I don't know, but today they stood around and watched the great Kevin Durant. And when they have Steph, it's beautiful basketball as opposed to it just has a Russell Westbrook-type feel offense when Steph's not there. And that's what we saw today. The number is 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. Warriors with the loss to the San Antonio Spurs, 103-90. The series is 3-1, heading back to Oracle. 
Didn't think that was going to happen. As we talked to Anthony Slater today saying, hey, San Antonio probably doesn't want to get on a flight and come all the way back to the Bay Area, but that's exactly what's going to happen. All right, 888 your phone calls, play of the game, stop of the game, all coming up right here on the home of the Warriors. That's 95.7 The Game. Can you find anything positive in the final box score? Let's take a look at it for a second, Steiny. Matt Steinmetz, Daryl the Guru Johnson, Chris Townsend. The number is 888-957-9570. Warriors wrap up, presented by Arlo. Smart home security. Warriors with the loss, 103-90. to Series now at 3-1, heading back to Oracle. That'll be Tuesday night. Will that be a 7.30 tip? It is a 7.30 tip. That's correct. That just changed everybody's schedule right there. We thought we were going to have a week off. Well... If they lose Tuesday, it's really going to impact the rest of the week. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, now you're getting into the NFL draft territory. Yeah, you talked about Nugget. Stiney said it. 24 offensive rebounds to seven. The Warriors did that to San Antonio, and you still lose the game? There was something greater going on here. And call me crazy, but it had to do something with Popovich. They gave the Spurs one, man. Come on. Let's, let's, Let's put the right on the table. What happened tonight? They gave the Spurs one? They just gave the Spurs one. All right. Okay. All right. Does that mean your prediction still is going to be right? No, I was wrong. I was wrong. But you're predicting a winning game. Game. Yeah, no prediction till football for me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'd, take a little vacation. There's no way you yeah. can do that. That's not that's not that no. That's that's not who you are. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know what happened. I saw a team with effort tonight. I th- I saw a team that cared and tried to win the game. Uh, we talked about it the first three games that the Spurs have been wide open, but they can't shoot. Now I wonder if they duplicate their effort from three like they did tonight, what that does moving forward in the grand uh, scheme of things in regard to score. Will it be a closer game? They're getting the looks. They just haven't hit them, and they hit them today and they win. You said it, Steiny. You know, I expect the Warriors to win on Tuesday, obviously. But the longer a series goes, the more the more can go wrong. And what you hope is that the Warriors stay healthy on Tuesday and they win the game like they won games one and two. But you have to go out and you have to play the game. And you have to go out and execute. You have to go down and play defense. You have to go make shots. And you got to come out of the game healthy. They didn't want to play it, probably. But they have to play it now, and again, anybody who th- – this game, I think this is important to say, this game, this loss does not give Steph Curry any extra time, all right? If they lose Tuesday to lengthen the series, it does not give Steph Curry any extra time, and even if the Warriors lose on Thursday, it doesn't – ensure that the Warriors won't start on Tuesday anyway. In other words, I'm sorry, if the Warriors end the series Thursday, it still doesn't ensure that the Warriors will play past Sunday, if you know what I mean. So how about this? When Houston lost, everybody went, ooh. Is there a little ooh in this one? Do do they seem maybe now, until Steph gets back, a little more vulnerable than what we thought after the first three games? You tell me, because I'm about to go Dr. Phil, you tell me if I'm off my rocker. What if there were two losses today for the Golden State Warriors? And that was composure being one when the team found out 
maybe just how far Steph is from actually coming back. And they went out and played with that uncertainty, and that's what we saw today was the finished product of them losing, Steiny. I what if that I'm just throwing that out there because it crossed my mind. I I'm not sh- I don't I don't think so. So they they found out today. What, what did they find out today? The, how far Steph is from actually you know playing basketball with them on the actual court when we heard well, Steve Kerr say. But, it, but we had we had Slater say there's been no setbacks. There's been. Nothing but progress. He's still within his initial time frame. So, like, then there's then, nothing to look at here. Well, then I the team, just, yeah. then the team must have thought he was going to come back at the end of the first round. Mm. I, I don't know that they thought that. Let's hear from Steve Kerr earlier today talking about Steph Curry. Steph, um, not going to play anytime soon, but he's coming along well. He looked good in practice. I talked to him this morning. He's really feeling healthy, getting better. Still has um, a few limitations that he's trying to work through, but no pain. So um, I think he's on track. I can't put a timetable on it, but I think he's coming along really well. I actually like the way he handled that. We'll get into that. It's time for From the Fans, brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers. Keep it real. Make it Nation's. John in Oakland, good afternoon. You are on Warriors Wrap-Up. Yeah, thanks for taking the call. Long-time Warriors season ticket holder as well. I mean, very long-time Warriors. Going back to the championship year, in 75. Hey, I thought the Warriors played hard tonight. You know, it's like whenever the Warriors lose, you guys said, oh, they laid an A. Oh, here the effort was. It wasn't there. Remember, the Warriors had that losing record. Most of their starters weren't playing. Clay had that broken thumb. Draymond was out. Durant had what rib, a rib injury. He was out. San Antonio played a good game tonight. They're a decent squad. They very easily could have been third or fourth seed. They won like 10 out of the last 12 games. And they're playing without Kawhi Leonard. I mean, they just played. These are NBA Players, Marcus Aldridge is no slouch. Rudy Gay is no slouch. Manu, Manu Ginobili is a, a forty, but he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, these guys are good basketball players. You guys act like this is like high school. These guys are trying to win too. No, you know these, what, but John, I don't agree no with you, and I don't care how long you've been a season ticket holder. You cannot tell me that that was a great effort by the Warriors tonight. And there's nobody that's going to cover this game, whether it's print, radio, or television, who's going to say and leave John up. No, no one's going to say this was a good effort by the Warriors, John. I thought they played hard. I mean, sometimes the shots don't drop. Sometimes you're not there mentally. Sometimes you're a step behind. You're playing on the road. They're not machines. They're not robots. They're, they gave the effort. They did have an advantage on the offensive boards. You could say, oh, that was desperation in the fourth quarter. They had that advantage at halftime. They crashed the board. They played hard. They just lost tonight. I mean, that's the way it goes. It's, uh, every, it's not like a catastrophe or they didn't play well or there's a lack of effort or here they go again. They're probably going to wrap it up and win the thing in five. So they're probably going to lose two or three or four playoff games along the road en route to winning the championship, which is where I think they're going to be. I just don't trip out or, or go to a panic or, or a tyrant every time they lose a game, especially the playoffs. And you're talking about the San Antonio Spurs in San Antonio. I think they still have the third or fourth Fourth best record in the NBA at home, John. During the regular season, John. Let me. Thanks for the call. I, I actually mostly agree with John, because, where you were talking about everybody's prediction, yeah, online. Every everybody made a prediction, all and, and <sighs> every one of the predictions except yours was what five. Mm-hmm. So everybody had the Spurs losing the series and the Warriors winning it in five games. Everybody. Well, that's what's going to happen. It looks like, right? It's going to go five games. The Spurs were 33-8 and eight at home this year. 
I that's where I do agree with John. It's not a calamity. They got beat today. They get beat Tuesday. Now we got a story. But here's my issue. John can call in once in a blue moon. We still have to do a show every single day. And if the Golden State Warriors don't play well, we're not going to cover an hour and a half by going, well, uh, everything's okay, and we'll see you next game. Yeah, We're going to talk about this game. We're going to talk about the effort. We're going to talk about how they performed. That's how sports works. We're going to analyze every single game. We can't analyze the series after the series is done. We have to analyze the series as it goes. And callers like that just don't understand. When you've beaten a team 113-92, you've basically dominated this team for three games. In the fourth game, you come out, turn the ball over, look the way you do. You only made set. You're the Warriors. You're the best team in the world. You only made seven threes in this one. This wasn't a great effort. I'm not going to sugarcoat this one game just to satisfy people like John who think it's going to be over in five. And as you said, Steiny, should be over in five. But if they lose, we're going to talk about it. We're going to analyze it. That's just how this works. That, that That's a 100 right there, as the kids say. And also, John did make some points, Townie. But what we need to school him on is the fact that it is professional sports. And Steiny, nine out of ten times, the better team wins. You can try hard all day. But if the other team is better than you, like the Warriors are the Spurs, well, if, if, whenever you get down, the better team should win. And today, the Warriors slipped up. I believe they so, didn't have the so emotion. So better, a better team should sweep every series? No. Is that what you're saying? No, well, what are you just, saying? That I don't Warriors, get it. That the Warriors' talent is so superior to San Antonio that there should never be a scenario or game. How many games do they have to win? play each other before the Spurs could win a game, you think? 50? Well, in this How sense, many games do you get? Seven, them? and they just won one right. out of four games. Right. So the Warriors are going to win four out of five in this series. What's the big yeah, deal? But he was saying people are panicking. We're not panicking. We're just reacting to the loss. Well, I, that I'm and it wasn't about. a great loss. Yeah, and I'm shocked <laughs> that the Warriors did I guess sweep. that's my question. Yeah. Like, why? We've been watching basketball, all of us, for a long time. They're up 3-0. We've seen teams up 3-0, lose game four, go home and wrap up You're the right. series. I, like, the, to, the say the Warriors, to say this was a shock, I, I, it's pro basketball. It's, they're not going to get swept. The Spurs are 33-8 and eight at home. Oh, they should have swept. Come on. Okay. And I'm not saying. Well, then, you know. I mean, come on. Tell me, what's wrong with competition? I guess the Pelicans went we, out and swept. I wanted the Warriors to sweep it. That make me a bad person. Because you know what it is? All you millennials. That's what's happened. That's all. That's what's happened. The Pelicans swept. I wanted the Warriors to you, sweep. You, you got a Look team, at us. You got a team that's wounded, and you should go out and kick their ass. You, I mean, let's be honest. I'll, I'll put the rat on the table. They should go out there and kick their ass and hammer them. This was a team that was ready so, to so, go on vacation. So, what happened? <laughs> so, upsets just should never happen in sports. No, they should, but this team was purely inferior to you. And and the like you do realize that you got to put the ball in the basket. Well, right? yeah, and then that they didn't. <laughs> right. And the you don't think the Spurs are due for one game where they're going to put the ball in the basket. I mean, they as Mike it. Montgomery would say, they're not paraplegics. I mean, they're going to take some shots eventually and make them. How many times in a season? I mean, when you think of the Warriors, do you think 90 points in a game? No, but I don't think of the Spurs going 15 for 28 from three. I mean, you know, it happens no, occasionally. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to we can give we can give San Antonio their due. I have not, I have no problem with that. I'm with you, but we also watched the game. There was a lot of self-infliction. Yes. To that game, Tony. Eight, 18 turnovers 
Well, like 16 turnovers. No, it was 18 turnovers for 21 points for San Antonio. I mean, there's the thing. When the Warriors don't do... This is a game that the Warriors lost because of how they played. And the Spurs didn't play perfect. Versus the Spurs just came out and dominated the Warriors. To me, this is... I look at the Warriors. The Warriors are 25% from three-point range. The turnovers. It was a sloppy game for them. They didn't look great offensively. They didn't have a lot of... We mentioned that it was a lot of so much, go ahead, Kevin Durant, you get it, and not everybody else. It just wasn't a good game for them. So I'm just going to mention that that was not a good game. That's on the Warriors. That's I'm not fine, worried but, about the but, Spurs. But to think that the Warriors are going to play every game perfect, it's just not going to happen. They're going to lose other games, too, guaranteed. Yeah, but you know what? That's fine, but I want to see the effort to go what with it. did you predict in this series? Five. Okay, so... What is so? What is just so notable about the loss today? Then, I'd like to see a better effort. See, I I don't know that effort was a was a big problem. They they didn't play well. Yeah, they didn't play well. Like, can we? Why don't we just all agree on that? Yeah. What about mentality? They, they didn't play. That's well. what we were looking for, Stani. A mentality, a killer's mentality. We're here. This thing's again, over. Again, there's a difference between having a killer mentality. You can have a killer mentality, and if you can't make a three, you're not going to win. <laughs> I mean, they couldn't make a three tonight. Triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. That's triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. You're listening to ninety five seven. The game, KGMZ FM and HD one San Francisco, the radio home of every single Warriors playoff game. It just goes to show you what our expectations are of this team, with or without Steph Curry, every game. That's true. I mean, that is absolutely true. So. Should I not have those expectations every game, or should I have them once every four games? Because I try to, I let that go when they just they're they were the number two seed. They knew they were going to be the two seed. Didn't matter what was going to happen, and they went into we can't move up, we can't move down mode, and we all just had to accept it. Right? We did that every single post game show. They're not playing for anything. Guys are hurt. We made a bunch of excuses. And then it came down to, well, they're going to flip the switch. And once a plat, don't anybody worry, they're going to flip the switch. And they did. And they won these first three games these first three games handily. So am I am I just going to do what should my expectations be then? Your expectation should be that they're going to win this series and it's going to be a short one. But what should I do after every game, though? See, that's mm. see. There, there's a difference between saying what the series is going to be and then what I have to do after every single game. Well, we can we can talk about the Warriors not playing well. No, because that's that's, that's fine, all I'm but, saying about but, today. But what I'm saying is, why do we expect the Warriors to play well every single game? I mean, they're human beings. You know what I mean? I mean, like I said, that I thought they were going to win in five games because I figured they'd probably have one game where they didn't play well because it's impossible to play. Great games every single night out, and the other team's doing stuff too. You know what I mean? I said five just to hedge my bet, but reality, I thought they don't have Kawhi Leonard, and then, hell, they don't have their head coach. It's going to be done in four. You were with me. Yeah. who I was passionate about that. But I hedged my that. bet at five. Yeah, I saw yeah. what you did. But, <laughs> yeah, again, I'm, I'm going back to the three-pointer. That's what I'm focused on. There's a part of me now that wants to know what's going to happen when uh, Tuesday night from San Antonio in regard to the three ball, because if they hit them, they've had plenty chances. The games they lost, if somehow they get hot, and we know athletes get hot, then what are we watching? 
Because what I'm watching offensively from the Warriors is KD dominate, and if that doesn't change, the Warriors can be had. And we saw it today to a Spurs team we thought was dead. Well, traditionally what happens going forward is this team mustered everything it had. Warriors didn't play great, and they mustered everything they had to get a win at home for the last time in front of the crowd. They get on the plane. They come back here. Warriors get on the plane, come back here, go, we've had enough with this series, and it ends. Like, the biggest shocking thing on Tuesday night will be if we see a not-a-great-effort mm. from Golden State. That will be the shocker for me. Because usually that team... Even got if the, they win? Or do you think they'll lose if that's the case? I mean, see, this is where I do think everybody expects them to be perfect. Just win the game. They're, they're playing without Steph Curry. Just don't have to go back to San Antonio. They might... You know, if they win it 90 to 86 and they shoot 39%, I mean, you got to take it. It's the playoffs. I'm not used to that, man. I'm used to 120, 115. Well, they don't have Curry. I mean, he makes a big difference. It's it's not just that you miss, it's not just Curry's not playing. Unfortunately, it's everybody else gets a little bit See, worse this is what because I don't he's get. not playing. I saw 113, 116, 110. Okay. Why should I feel why, uh, so it's odd for me to see 90? Oh, look at Clay's numbers. We'll start with him. From an offensive perspective, he didn't have, he didn't bring it, he didn't hit nothing. He, 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 how many times does he shoot like that? Not a lot. Triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. That's triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. It's now time for the play of the game, brought to you by American Express, proud partners of the Golden State Warriors. KD will drift to the middle. Now goes far away. Guarded by Rudy Gay. Gay has the size to contend with him. Screen by Draymond. Now guarded by Aldridge Trent. Still dribbling. Takes a three. It's up and good. Like he was playing horse. Well, he called over Dray- Draymond because he wanted to get the switch. He wanted the matchup against Aldridge. And he got it. And if we're going to do a play of the game, we got to do a stop of the game. Stop of the game brought to you by Quick Stop Markets. Fill up and load up at Quick Stop. Oh, we don't have it. There wasn't a whole lot of stops, so we'll give, we'll give them some time. <laughs> so when we look at that barrier of 90, today was just the sixth time this season the Warriors scored 90 or fewer points out of the 86 games they've played this year. And your best player showed up. Kevin Durant. So it damn sure wasn't his fault. The problem is your second best player didn't show up and anybody after him. I do like Stani, the fact that Draymond was aggressive from three. I know he didn't make everyone, but I like that. I like that. I thought that boded that bode well for the team, but uh, they couldn't get it done. I feel like I'm disagreeing with everything you guys are saying. I, 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 I don't like Draymond Green taking threes. He, it looks terrible. His shot looks terrible right now. Clearly his shoulder's bothering him. Now, he uh, did make a couple today. He made one. He was one for six. God, Kevin, Burt, Kevin Durant was just four for 13. Draymond Green, one for six. Klay Thompson, two for six. Andre Gudala, 0 oh for one. It was ugly. It was uh, ugly out there. Quinn Cook, 0 oh for one. Nick Young, 0 oh for one. And how about the plus minus? Everybody was a negative except Nick Young. Who got uh, nine minutes? Yeah, I got eight minutes and thirty-one didn't seconds. Scratch, but didn't ev- score. Everybody was a uh, everybody was a negative. It, 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 is my mind in the wrong place here, fellas? When 
I think about the message that I wanted this team to send their next opponent. And I'm saying that, Stani. I'm being proactive. The Pelicans swept the Blazers yesterday. The NBA world saw that. Golden State without Steph Curry for how many games we'll see. They were supposed to send their shot, and they didn't send it, and I don't like it. You're going to have two schools of thought here. You're going to have the school that agrees with you, and then you're going to have the other – and, I, and I, by the way, you couldn't see me, but I was pointing at Guru. And then there's going to be the other side that gr- agrees with Steiny, where it's like, it's five games. What's the big deal? Yeah, but I, I'm not saying, like, the game doesn't matter or there aren't things you can take from it. I just think – and maybe you said it, Townie. Our expectations are just ridiculously high. Totally. They're just – they're ridiculously high. There's a team that's – they're playing – Who's thirty-three and eight on their home floor? They're thirty-three and eight. That's what the Spurs are at home. And the Warriors are missing Steph Curry, and I, and he's a big part. I know they're missing Kawhi Leonard, but you know they've basically played. They are. They don't have Kawhi Leonard. They haven't had him all season long. And so I just think it's not crazy to think that a playoff team is going to beat the Warriors on their home floor when the Warriors don't have Steph Curry. It, it, I, I thought it would happen once. I mm-hmm. thought they'd get beat once down there. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I, I thought it would, and, and it has, and now I expect the Warriors to win game five. Before the start of the series, I picked five because you always think they're going to win one game. But when you watch the first three games of this series, did you think they'd win today after what you saw the first three games? Well, it's like flipping a coin, kind of. I mean... At some point, you're gonna, it's going to come up the other way, even if it comes up tails three times in a row. It's still got a chance to come up heads on the fourth one. I did text Dickinson during the game, and I was saying, you know, this, this kind of game always makes me think of all the times people say, oh, well, they're down 3-0. They don't want to go back to the Bay. They don't care. Oh, they're down 3-0. They know they have no chance. What What are the Spurs thinking? They know they have no chance against the Warriors. So, I mean, they're going to get blown out in Game 4. They're going to get beaten. Like, these are pros. I mean, they're competitive. They don't want to get swept. That could have been Ginobili's last game ever in San Antonio. So, they they were really wound up today. They didn't look like a team that doesn't think they can win the series. I'm not saying they're gonna. They're probably gonna lose Tuesday. They may get blown out Tuesday, but can we all agree that they weren't thinking about not coming back to the Bay Area? They didn't say one, two, three, Cancun. Clearly, right? No doubt. Why and, do we all do you, expect and, that? And do you think that they sensed the effort of the Warriors may be different tonight? I don't know. I think they would have come out like. I mean, it could have been a kind of thing where we don't want this to be our last game. We go out. We try to ambush them early. We try to blitz them early. You're not making shots, and then the next thing you know, you're halfway through the game, and you're like, man, we wasted a lot of good play. We weren't making shots, and now we're in a tight ball game. But the reality is the Spurs played from ahead all game long, so that gave them a little bit of a cushion where they always had some confidence because they were always playing from in front rather than, well, now we're down eight, so we got to get stops and we got to score. Now it's time for the stop of the game. Stop of the game brought to you by Quick Stop Markets. Fill up, load up at Quick Stop. Downstairs to Aldridge. A stop here would be huge. They got a double. Ani Godala backs him in, shoots over Draymond. It's up and good. 
Aldridge and Draymond get tied up. All right, the number is 888-957-9570. We still got to hear from Clay Thompson, Steve Kerr. It's Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo's Smart Home Security. Warriors lose game four, 103 to 90. We talk about it right here on the home of the Warriors. That's 95-7 the game. Yeah, we want to win the game. I don't think anybody has it down and feeling sorry for ourselves. We lost, and uh, we got another opportunity to try to close this thing out back at the crib. So, uh, no, we were good. I guess everybody was just quiet in the locker room while you was in there, getting ready, putting on their clothes, getting ready to leave. Uh, Would you want us to be in there throwing the champagne around? You're listening to Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Hmm. No, I don't think anybody's going to expect you to throw champagne around. Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Chris Townsend, Matt Steinmetz, Daryl the Guru Johnson. Kevin Durant is now 9 for 32 from three-point range in the series against the Spurs, and he was 10 for 34 from three in the final five games of the regular season. But he had 34 points tonight. But obviously he's not happy, nor he should be after this game. Uh, nine for 32, if I'm correct, that's uh, 28%. That's not good. And he took a high volume of them. But, again, what are the chances of him doing that again Tuesday and Mr. Clay Thompson being a no-show? I will say this. Clay looked bored sometimes just waiting for the ball to come as KD danced around and did his thing. And that's why you get so many shot attempts, 28. Before 13 from three, that, that's not going to win in the playoffs. And it didn't today. Absolutely right. And Clay, I think, was guilty of standing around a lot and watching Durant. The reality is is that Durant scores a lot of points when you have nothing going offensively. And so if you have nothing going offensively early in a possession, why not put the ball in his hands because he can create something on his own? And he created a ton on his own tonight. Uh, Can get any shot he wants at any time. But in the long run, that's not the best way to play. And it once in a while will get teammates kind of off track because they don't have as many shot attempts as they normally have. But the reality is it's the teammates' fault. It's not Kevin Durant's fault. They're putting the ball in his hand, and they're essentially saying go to work, so he's going to work. Well, it's not going to work unless his teammates want to get themselves involved too. You know, a guy we haven't talked about tonight – what was Iguodala doing tonight? I mean, he played 26 minutes. He took three shots. So that, that to me, doesn't tell me that Kevin Durant's being a ball hog. It tells me that Andre Iguodala isn't aggressive offensively, isn't even looking for his shot. And so that does put an extra burden on a Kevin Durant, and it's why he's going to come down a little bit in terms of his field goal percentage. Anthony Slater had this to back you up. Warriors just shaved off two days of prep time, rest for the Pelicans, exposed their other guys to 48 more minutes to injury risks slash wear and tear, didn't push back start of round two. Even if they close in game five, zero Curry-related benefits to this loss. Yeah, that's what we've been saying. That's what we've been saying. In fact, that's, that's one of the things I think is misunderstood right now by by Warrior fans. This series 
against the Pelicans, round two, assuming they get there, which they probably will, it's going to start Saturday or Sunday. And it's going to start Saturday and Sunday regardless. Unless this series goes seven for sure, then it won't start one of those days. But it could even go six and start on Sunday. Where do you think we'll be if this is a seven-game series? <laughs> I mean, honestly, if this thing, if somehow, some way, Guru's new prediction is wrong, that they win on Tuesday and they don't, and then next thing you know, they go back to San Antonio. I mean, I'd be on fire. We, we would all be on fire. We thought this was over because we thought one team wasn't capable of even beating the team one game in the series. Some of us, me leading the bandwagon, but I'm sorry. They look like the team that lost to Utah at the end of the season. They look like the team that lost to the Pelicans at home on national TV. Okay, I'm giving them the pass. We, Stani said it best. Iguodala over three. Man, we've been singing his praises for what a whole month. He's, he, he's he was been one the man. The, he was one of the flip the switch guys. Oh, for three tells me he's back to. Remember, there were games where he didn't shoot, Stani. So I don't know, but I was going down Clay Thompson's road. I, I got to go down that road too, and I feel comfortable in doing so. Why was Nick Young in the game at all today? Nick Young played eight, eight and a half minutes, and he takes one shot. Kerr put, put him in in the fourth quarter. Obviously, he's putting Nick Young into the game because he hopes that Nick Young could hit two or three threes in a hurry. Okay. I don't think it'll happen, but if no. that's the way you're going to go, then get him shots, please. Then you must get him shots. Because if Nick Young's out on the floor for eight minutes and he takes one shot, that's not good. That's not good. At, I'd rather Nick Young go 0 for 3 in six minutes, then 0 for 1 in eight minutes. Because at least when he goes in and takes three threes in six minutes, he's giving you a chance that he could be hot. What's he going to give you if he only takes one shot in eight minutes? His defense? Yeah, his defense. He's not going to be a defensive stalwart for you. Yeah. Let's hear from Clay Thompson in the postgame from the locker room. Can't turn the ball over seven times and spot them a 10, 12-point lead, and they can play at their pace. So come Tuesday... Got to start better and uh, just come out with a little more aggressiveness, and we'll be in great shape. Sean seemed to indicate that this might be related to the habits built up at some time in the regular season. Did it feel kind of like one of those regular season games where you guys came out and fumbled around? No, it was playoffs. It felt like a playoff game. But what do you think accounted for the uh, low shooting numbers overall? What do I think of them? You, like, what do you think accounted for? Oh, uh, we shot it, me in particular. And I didn't make very many, so hopefully live averages will make a lot more come Tuesday. And uh, probably didn't get as many clean looks as we have in the past three games. So they made some good adjustments, but um, we'll watch the tape, see if we can do well. And uh, we'll execute We'll execute what we figure out from the tape. Clay, do you feel like you guys ever got into the, your offensive rhythm at all tonight? Uh, yeah, there were times, especially um, in that second half when we made a push to cut it to two. We were really run the offense well. And then uh, LaMarcus hit that dagger. Bang from the top of Kita didn't help. But other than that, we um, cut it to two. So it was right there for us. And now it's in the past. we got to focus on Tuesday. Only 19 assists. Did you kind of feel there was a bit of stagnation in ISO? Um, yeah, there was. But you're not going to play four perfect games in a row. So we'll make the adjustment. And uh, the ball will be moving a lot better come Tuesday in our house. 
play? How did uh, man who impact the game today? How did um, made some big shots down the stretch? And uh, yeah, that's what I saw. Getting in the lane. What do you think? What I Clay had to say, Stiney? About right. I I figured that's what he'd say. He took a lot of the blame himself, which is what most of the players on this team do because they've got four superstars, so all of them can take the blame uh, in, in that regard. So I, it's about what I'd expect from Clay. Not dejected, but pretty confident that, they're, that they'll win game five. Yeah, it was a, for them a one-time deal. You laid a little bit of an egg, then you come home take care of business. Yeah, for now. For now, that's all good. But if we're over there, like we will be, and you know it's a close game at half, but don't even think about if uh, San Antonio was to you know win another one, then all hell would break loose, and this would you know this team would be reverting back to what it was to have people nervous about this uh, before this series started. Now he did say this. He was asked if this was like you know kind of how the regular season was towards the end. He said, no, there's the playoffs. I know this really kind of felt like the way they played towards the end. We probably should continue to, to remind people, um, just see another text uh, from the 707. Uh, there's a blockhead out there that apparently wants to come down everybody's road, but he says, guys, stop crying about the Warriors. They're fine. Move on. They'll win at home, and Steph now gets more rest. I mean, how many times do we have to say that this loss <laughs> – does not affect when round two starts. So Steph Curry got no extra rest because the Warriors lost. If the Warriors lose Tuesday, he still will get no extra rest. So there's no hidden benefit here for the Warriors to lose games. I, I feel like we can't say that enough, apparently. 888 We'll continue with your phone calls. We'll hear from Steve Kerr right here. Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. It's tough to get off to a start like that and think you're going to bounce back against a team like that. Nonetheless, there were several plays and, you know, moments throughout the game where we lost that game. It wasn't just the first five. You know, we battled back, cut it to four. I missed the layup, so we had our chances. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Of course, presented by Arlo Smart Home Security, Chris Towns and Matt Steinmetz. Matt Steinmetz, Daryl the Guru Johnson. Let's go to Robin in San Francisco. Welcome to 95.7. Hi, did I win? <laughs> did you win? Yes, you did win. You're on. It's a hot take day. What are your thoughts on the game? That is that. Robin. That, that is, that's call screening at its finest right there. Very impressive. How kids get banned. Very impressive. Yeah, this is a, you don't like to get out to the bad start. It just sends the bad, I mean, and, and the Warriors have this season overcome a lot of bad starts with great third quarters. It's just tonight. The great third quarter wasn't there, even though they did outscore San Antonio in the third quarter, 29-21. And we're all sitting here watching the oh, game. Oh, I knew it was going to happen. And we're like, here it comes. But then San Antonio uh, regained it in the fourth quarter, outscoring the Warriors 26-19. to Spurs made big shots when they had to, too. Every time it felt like they were on the verge of a, a real serious bog down offensively, they might go one or two possessions without a score, and then you're thinking, hmm, this may be the dry spell that lets the Warriors back into the game, or this may be the 
time when the Warriors shut them down on the defensive end and they hold them to maybe a bucket for four or five minutes. But Spurs always seem to make a big shot to prevent the Warriors from getting on any kind of extended run. Is it wrong of me to already think, because you know I like to look ahead, (laughs) will the Spurs be coming to the Bay with their coach or not? Or their interim head coach? I'm hoping he doesn't come back. Now he gets on the plane. <laughs> you soldiers saved it. Let's go get him. I mean, I, re- I couldn't sure. tell you. I bet he's coming. Wouldn't it's that be so Popovich-like? He's probably gonna. T- he's probably already got three, four weeks of vacation set up out here in the Bay Area that he probably expected would have started by now. To be honest with you, I really don't want to speculate on it. I mean, the man just wa- lost yeah. his wife. You're talking about his kids, his grandkids. I well, let me be clear. I'm just talking about his affinity for the Bay. Yeah, area. no doubt about it. I mean, I don't. Want, I do not want to speculate wh- what he's going through, how he's feeling, when he's going to coach. I, if he shows up, he shows yeah. up. If he doesn't, you know, you pray for his family. It's just, it's not fair. So we, I, I'm the, sure that's that question has been written about somewhere on the internet. The, the grieving process yep. is what it is, and maybe he has said, you know, I, I'm not going to coach anymore the rest of the playoffs. Maybe he is here. I mean, I, I just don't know. And this doesn't give uh, Kawhi Leonard uh, any any more time to perhaps make another uh, heroic comeback, right? That's so been ruled what, out, right? So what you're saying is we're not going to hear on Twitter Kawhi Leonard's seen at it's Oakland so International Airport. I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> Now that, you want to talk juicy? No news is news with him. You want to talk juicy? <laughs> no. If Kawhi Leonard showed up, no. that would get juicy. I, I'll bet you they would tell him, do not even show up. <laughs> they, they've told him, no. Uh, hey, 3-1. Doesn't sound I, like 3-0. It almost feels like if Kawhi Leonard said, I want to come back, Greg Popovich would say, tell you what. Let me put it to a vote with the team. Let's see if the team wants you back. That's probably what Popovich would do. Then the team would say, all right, we'll take him back. But I almost get the sense like their heart wouldn't be in it. I think, I think, they, I think they've moved on from Kawhi Leonard, at least for the rem- remainder of this year. And I think they've moved on from him as of weeks back. And I'm talking about the players. I totally agree, but I would like to see that tweet, the conspiracy, Kawhi Leonard scene at the airport. I'd like to see somebody just... I don't know. Put out an APB on him. Where where is he? And why I mean, are you not say, at the games? They say New York. I guess, but I want proof. I uh, want proof he's in New York. I, I read uh, Townie where he was talking to Pop like they had a conversation every day. Him and Pop. Now that could be wrong. Oh, I have a hard time. If he's in that. New York, the, the San Antonio staff was there as well, watching him practice. He wasn't just by himself with his guys. The Spurs were there watching him practice, like. You know, just flabbergasted is, why are you not doing this in the playoffs? Bleacher Dave in Oakland, good afternoon. Hey, Steiny, what is this? Um, we didn't expect him to sweep and yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. Of course the war is supposed to be experienced and professional enough to generate enough energy and intensity to close out this series. Uh, this... Uh, of course, the Spurs get paid. Of course, they're professionals. Uh, but as a superior, talented team, you know they—you could clearly yeah. see they weren't ready to play. Yeah, basically, I it think was. they're the superior team too. And on balance, I think they'll beat the Warriors four out of every five games. So it looks like I'm going to be right on the money. 
Uh, You know what? Yeah. You know what, Bleacher? I think that's that's a great point. I think it's a great point. We saw it a couple times with Draymond Green. There's there's kind of one thing about all right. This isn't a great three point shooting team, so let's let's make sure we get out there and contest because if we contest, they ain't making anything. But there is a human element where you think you know they're not a great three point shooting team, so this might be the perfect place to cut some corners defensively. I think that's a great point, and I think that is, that is, to a large extent, what happened with that aspect of the game. All right, triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy. Let's go to Gene in Oakland. Go ahead, Gene. Hey, fellas, thanks for taking my call. So, it seems to me what we've learned from this team this year is, unless they have really a really strong motivating factor going into the game or going into the season. They, you're just not going to give them the. They're not going to give out the, the energy and the focus, the intensity they need to win. I mean, you know, starting the season, they really didn't have a lot of motivate motivation to, you know, to, to have a big season. I mean, the year before, uh, it was KD. The year before that, or and, and redemption. The year before that, it was to prove that they were for real. And the year before that was the first year for for Kerr, and they wanted to get out of the eight seed and make a make a run. You know, and, 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 and I think the same thing is happening now. Uh, the first three games, they were motivated. You know, they wanted to prove. They, they were not the team that ended up the season the way they did. And this, this fourth game, I just don't think they, they, their heart wasn't totally in it. And, and you can see it. Uh, I trust that they'll, they'll bring it when they have to. And, and I still think they're going to win their third championship. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with anything Gene said. At all. Warriors are up 3-0. They have a little comfort level. Spurs play desperate. Warriors Warriors lost. I am really flabbergasted about something. How much time do I have? It's usually the sign that there's a tease coming. I I don't even want to tease this. Townie teases. I I don't even want to tease this. Now, you have to tease it. It sounds so good, Townie. Tease it, it, Townie. It's blown away. Tease it, Townie. It's like... Oh, no. You're listening. I'm looking at what some of you are... We we keep telling you. Like, how many times does somebody have to tell you? (laughs) How stupid can you be? I'll have that for you on the other side. It's Warriors warm-up. No? No? You want me to do it? You didn't get asked yeah, there's, again. There's no break here. Relax. The Warriors are just buying time for Curry to heal. <laughs> what are you talking about? How many times do we have to tell you? That's not the case. Well, the unless game, they go to seven. The game has to go to a seventh game for that to be the case. No, not to mention, Townie. Ah. I can't remember where I heard this, but you play to win the game. 
Not to buy time. No. Not to buy time. You play and, to win the game. And I have play with the playoff game as if you would throw it? So everybody, the a loss today does not help Steph Curry at all. At zero, okay? A loss on Tuesday does not help at all. At all. Say Thursday we get into a little gray area. We can leave it at that. Save your text. Put your phone down. Don't hit send till Thursday. Can we make that any more loud and clear to anybody who thinks they know the schedule and clearly has no idea what they're what. talking about when it comes to the schedule? How many times do we have to say? Because you know what's going to happen. You're going to get asked again. You it's going to happen again tomorrow. Well, it's going to happen. And it's Joe... Joe Lowe and Dibs are going to get hit with this. Anybody Guru with a sense of humor, anybody with a sense of humor, will call up and say, "Hey guys, did the Warriors yeah. get two extra games rest for Curry by losing this?" Or now's when you really pepper the text line with, "Hey, Curry, they keep losing. He's going to be back for Game One against the Pelicans tomorrow night on A's Talk." <laughs> when I'm taking phone calls after the A's Rangers game, hey, this is good news for Curry. Speaking of Curry Towney, isn't it? I mean, it's unbelievable. Every time we hear news about how unavailable he is, we see video of him being available. We saw video today. <laughs> he looked rather, uh, rather spry. Like I, I was impressed with what I saw. Alicia in Dublin, welcome to ninety-five-seven. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. Go ahead. First-time caller. A little nervous. You're good. Don't Hi. worry. You're good. And Guru first. I'm a Logan Cole. There you go. There you go. Um, Kevin Durant. Liked him in OKC. He can't bring OKC ball to the Warriors. If I'm wrong, tell me, but this is my opinion. He is not Curry. He tries to run the point. Iguodala is in there for a reason. KD will run down. He may make one pass. Or he just runs and he shoots. My opinion, he's hurting the Warriors by trying to play OKC ball. If we get back into the passing game, Warriors got this. He throws everybody else off rhythm because he's not doing the passes that are needed for us to continue to win like we always win. That's my opinion. I think there's something to that. Wow. I, I think the Warriors have trouble playing that passing game without Curry because he kind of makes it all go. And, and I'm, not, I'm not putting it all on Durant. I'll put some of it on Durant. But I saw a lot of times tonight where the Warriors essentially put the ball in his hands and say, see if you can get us a bucket without us having to do the heavy lifting, meaning cutting, screening, moving off the ball. Uh, did, he, did he try to do it himself a little too much? I guess you could... You could discuss that. It's open for interpretation. But I didn't really see anybody demanding the ball other than, other than Kevin Durant. And if you're not demanding the ball, you should never really complain about not getting it. And I also think great players can get the ball. There's never been a great player in the history of basketball who any coach has ever said, well, we, we couldn't get him the ball. Who's ever said that about Bird, Magic, LeBron, Jordan, Durant, Curry? Just Carl Anthony Towns. So, well, and and <laughs> we're showing that maybe he 
He doesn't have the, yeah, the killer. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. At least now. And it's time to hear from Steve Kerr, brought to you by Farah. Check out Farah.com and discover a new way to sell your home that's completely free for all sellers. Poor execution for us means the ball's not moving. I'm anxious to see our passing totals for the game. I don't think it's very high. Um, they had a lot to do with that. You know, I think we had seven turnovers in the first four or five minutes. They forced a few of them. Um, they forced a shot clock violation. Um, first possession of the game, which set a tone. But, um, you know, seven turnovers in the first four or five minutes um, in a playoff game on the road. You know, good luck. Steve, usually when Clay has a rough start like that, he kind of gets back to the mean in the second half. Why wasn't he able to do that today? Um, when we don't execute, um, it's harder for Clay to get open looks. So what did he take? 16 shots. Um, I only remember two or three of them open. Um, when we play the way we normally do, when we defend with a purpose, when the ball moves, uh, Clay tends to get more open looks. Uh, but they controlled the, the pace and the force of the game uh, right from the beginning. Um, I give them... Great credit. I mean, it's not surprising. You know, this is a championship organization coached by Pop the last 20 years to be the toughest, smartest team on the floor night in and night out, no matter the circumstances, up 3-0, down 3-0. You know what the Spurs are going to do, and they did it to us tonight. They hit 15 threes after being wet, you know, very cold yeah. the first few games. Was that your defense allowing it or them just getting hot? I thought they made they made shots, obviously, um, 15 for 28. Uh, they missed some the, the last couple of games that they probably should have made. Tonight our defense was not as sharp. Um, so, you know, like sometimes the ball goes in. Aldridge made, banked one in, um, you know. So tonight was their night from three, and we've got to be better covering the line next game. I see, particularly to close the game out, how did you want Kevin to address just that role of, you know, either going ISO or moving the ball? What was kind of the hope with that? Uh, well, we're just, you know, at the, at the end of the game, we're down. We're just attacking. So we just want to go. We just want to push it. And, and uh, you know, we ran a lot of high screens. And, you know, it's just the end of the game. Steve, you, you've seen uh, Manu several years and seen the magic he does. And you talk yeah. about his fourth quarter, and after that, do you think he should come back one more year? I think he should come back two more years. <laughs> I smiled when he made that corner three right in front of us at the end of the game. It was just so typical Manu, you know, 41 years old and uh, 16 points and, you know, hits the, the clenching three. Um, he's Manu. That's what he does. Yeah, Steve, I was going to ask you if you want to see the birth certificate for Manu to prove he's not really 21. So he can play forever, can he? I know he's old because he was my teammate, and I'm old as dirt. And so if I played with him, he must be old. Wow. Old as dirt, huh? He was Steve's teammate, Downey. He's 40. Wow. He is 40. It's un- I mean, it truly is unbelievable to see – how athletic he still is at the age of 40. I mean, you, you can see guys play at an older age because they have height and there's certain things they can help you with, like on a little defense, a little still a little toughness and some elbows. But the fact that being a wing player, Steiny, and the way he still moves around for his age is pretty pretty spectacular. And he hasn't lost a lick of his competitiveness either. That's really what makes Ginobili one of the greats, is he just never gave in. He never backed down. He was tougher than most of the guys he played against. He had no – he's never had a problem trying to make a play with the game on the line. He's been the hero. He's been the GOAT. So he doesn't 
He doesn't shrink down the stretch of games. In fact, if he's got one problem, some people think he might, Popovich, sometimes thinks he tries to do a little too much uh, down the stretch. But I bet you you ask any coach or GM in the league, they'll take Manu Ginobili on their team any day of the week. And he was, wasn't he the first guy that really came out publicly kind of going, we're moving on from Kawhi Leonard? Upset. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he did it in a real diplomatic way, too. He was just talking about how Kawhi Leonard is – you know, he's a different kind of person that he keeps to himself, and and sometimes it's hard to gauge where he actually is, uh, talking about Kawhi Leonard. And it was really just a, a real smart answer about how everybody's different and maybe what Kawhi's going through, other people would handle in different ways that would create a different perception. But Manu Ginobili, I guess he's still trying to determine whether he's going to play or not next year. But certainly, if he plays next year like he did Tonight, he'll probably have another year next year that's pretty good. Now, a very savvy text. Talked about the Warriors losing. Helps generate more playoff money for the ownership group. Yeah, And that's one thing is another home game, which is good for us. As if the players have wallets in the back of their jerseys. Nice no, about ownership. No, I know, but they don't play. <laughs> yeah. You think they tell the dudes, lay down? For us, though, as fans, we get another game at Oracle. Because that was... As yeah, much as you love the sweep, 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 that means not a whole lot of basketball. You're only seeing two home games. I'm into predictions. No, duh. Lakeham's not going to turn down an extra five mil, which is about what it is for a home playoff game. Wow, five mil, Tony? Damn. <laughs> That's good to be. It's good to be in business. I mean, if you think about it, there's 18,000 yeah. seats. You do the math. How much are the beers? Oh, the beers are fifteen a bucks. Slice of pizza is ten bucks. Sushi twenty. Parking. Oh, chow mein. Is that chow mein down here? That chow mein. That I love that yeah. chow mein. Is it good? Yeah. I haven't. The chow mein yet. inside the Ooh. Crown Royal Club. It's and it's well, you may not. I guess if you go to games, you probably know. But if you haven't been to a whole lot of games, it's in the Crown Royal Club. Next to the, it's to the right in the back of the bar. You don't want to miss it. Yeah, you just it, like you like I had to find it. I saw people with these cards. I'm like, what is that? They, and they went on oh, the chow mein. I went, what? Where do you get that? Yeah. They got pot stickers, and then you throw some beers with that, and it's a it's a good night. Quickly, let's go to Pablo in Oakland. You're on ninety five seven. Hey, how's it going? I just want to kind of line up the situation, and I'm like, I I get the Warriors are great and everything, but. The, the sad part is that their their bar is so high. They set the bar so high that anything of anything that is below average is unacceptable. And I think we need to see this game as a positive thing because look at Durant. Although they didn't have a good game, he had thirty what thirty four points. That just comes to show he comes to play ball every night. And even though the, the others like Clay may not be striking like they usually do. Durant is always there for the win. And and, that, and that's what I appreciate. You know, I appreciate it wasn't like the greatest game, but I know that they're capable of doing a lot more. And, yeah, this is just, you know, one of those games. Yeah, it happens. I'm with you. Plus, the best part is, Townie, they get more rest for Curry. Yeah. yeah. Well, the yeah, All yeah. right. This may this may go like two Actually, more we better, weeks. We better make sure that people know I'm kidding there, or you we're know, kidding, I should say. I know this for sure. They are human beings, so they're not always going to be perfect. But Arlo is not a human being, and it is always going to be perfect. 
smart home security cameras, 1080p HD. I'll tell you, the app that you have on your phone for Arlo Guru, someone shows up to your house, you're immediately going to be notified. What? And then all of a sudden, you can talk to who's ever at your front door. Hey, sucker, what are you doing at my front door? You can be sitting on your couch. You can be sitting in Hawaii. You can be in Tahoe, Napa, Pebble Beach. And who's ever at your house, you could talk to them. The two-way talk, they'll talk to you through your camera. You're looking at them and talking to them. It's amazing technology. You check it out at Arlo.com. That's Arlo.com. Townie, it looks like we're going to be getting another dog soon at the Steinmetz household, which means... Too soon? Time to crank up the Arlo again, because you can watch the pets, see how they're doing with nobody there. Amazing. And, and that's uh, that's th- one of the big ways I use Arlo. Not only can you go to Arlo.com, but you can show up right now to Best Buy, get your hands on it right now, and check out the product. That's Arlo.com, or you go to Best Buy. Warriors with the loss, 103-90. to We'll see you all tomorrow here on 95.7 The Game. We got Kolsky, we got Butcher next on 95.7 The Game. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. Every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.